0: All, you know, evolve. They all take what comes, and they don't let it get them down. And they overcome and conquer every obstacle thrown in their path. And I really oh, appreciate love you. sharing those stories.
1: Adapt and overcome. Yes, ma'am. <laughs>
0: are now listening to the unrelenting humans podcast my name is lonnie and i am your host my name is Leia, and i will be your host today we're gonna interview my mom um
2: <laughs>
0: about her her journey and We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about why I started this podcast. We're going to talk about my own personal injury and what keeps me motivated and keeps me going on a day-to-day. You guys are going to hear about my struggles and all of that. So, without further ado, let's get into it.
2: What's up, mom? Thank you for joining <laughs> us on Unrelenting
0: Podcast today. Well, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's dope. So So tell me, tell me about yourself. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the biscuits and gravy of it. All right. Uh, well, a little bit about myself. I am a former EMT, uh, ultrasound tech, and a single mother of two. I am kind of a fitness enthusiast, and I have recently become an OCR enthusiast, which OCR is obstacle course racing. Um, I have never played sports, uh, growing up. I did attempt cheerleading once, but didn't do very well at that. <laughs> and, but I've always kind of been active. Like I used to run to kind of relieve stress. Um, and I've had a number of gym memberships throughout my adult life which I never seriously took like I would go to the gym for a couple weeks and then I would always slack off and um, more recently when my kids got older I started working out with them and doing stuff like hiking and uh, got a membership at the YMCA where we would work out together and they had classes for the kids and um then we would also do 5K events, <laughs> like the bubble run, which later on led us to the Spartan race, um, ultimately. So, yeah, I take pride in being active. I like being able to bond with the kids that way. <laughs> so that's about it. Okay, okay.
2: <laughs> um and what motivates you today like to keep no what motive what um what motivates you today
0: to stay active and stuff <laughs> what motivates me to stay active? Um well my biggest motivators are you guys are my kids. Um The reason I choose to live a a healthy, active lifestyle is because um, people in my family weren't always so healthy, and I've watched my family struggle with diseases that could be prevented by just diet and exercise. And I don't want to suffer in that way, and I don't want my kids to be without a mother early, like. If I can prevent leaving my kids motherless, I'm going to do everything I can to prevent that. And that's my biggest motivation right there. Um, also, <laughs> also, it, it helps me maintain my mental health. So, um, as you know, which a lot of people don't know, as when I was 19, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I started using exercise and running as a way to kind of cope and to balance myself out. So it just had added benefits to it as well. <laughs> All right. So how do you like being a host? <laughs> Low key
2: this is not what is they saying what do they say? This is not my rodeo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see you as a host, though. I maybe could never a be podcast. a host.
2: Maybe yes. I I can host um, an event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: Because you have a great like personality, and you're outgoing, and you're always like funny. So I could totally see you. You know how they always have some funny person person hosting award shows and stuff like that
2: oh yeah i, can definitely I could
0: definitely do that no. <laughs> i could totally see you doing that yeah <laughs> we we'll see all right. yeah we shall see so i guess we shall move on to the next person
2: <laughs> all right it was nice
0: meeting you mom <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice meeting you too daughter Yeah. All right. I love
2: you. Me too.
1: So tell us a little bit about your injury.
0: All right. Well,
1: where it began, how it began, and all of the good stuff.
0: All of the good stuff <laughs> Well first off My injury is um, It's a complex injury To my left leg um, It was a f- It's a full ru- uh, It's a full rupture of my ACL And then also a tibial plateau Avulsion fracture And also A strained MCL And um, A torn calf So all of that happened because of me landing wrong on an obstacle, or coming off of an obstacle. And what yes. an avulsion fracture is is when the the tendon, my PCL, pulled away part of the bone. So uh, I had to have that heal first before I could even. Start thinking about Having my ACL Reconstructed So this happened October Of 2019 And I got my cast off In December of 2019 And then I had surgery uh, For my ACL In February February 20th of 2020 And And so now I'm currently rehabbing for that. Um, and, yeah. Ouch.
1: <laughs> and tell us yes. how you managed to land off that obstacle. What you were doing on that obstacle.
0: <laughs> okay, so, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I love the rings. I swing on the rings at the beach all the time. And when I'm at the beach, I flip off of the rings. And so on the Spartan course, I, I do the rings, but I, I've never did a flip before. But on this day, I decided that I was having so much fun and it was so boring and I let my ego get the best of me and I did a flip off the gosh darn rings. And mid-air, I kind of thought that was a little, you know, of a bad idea.
1: <laughs> Just a little.
0: <laughs> Just a little. And so when I landed, it wasn't like I didn't stick the landing. I literally landed on one leg and it went snap crackle pop. Like when people tear their ACL, they say they hear that pop. I heard and felt multiple pops. So I wasn't really sure what happened. So I hopped around a little bit and then I sat down and I rubbed it. And then the volunteer asked me if I was okay. And I said, yeah. And I got up and I attempted to finish, but my knee kept giving out. And then finally, I just admitted like, no, I'm not okay. Something's wrong and got taken to the med tent and they looked at my knee. They gave me some ibuprofen and, you know, pulled on it a little bit and gave me ice. And they said that it was just a strain or something like I was like, dude, something popped like my knee keeps feeling like it's about to fall like my leg is not staying together (laughs) i was like i dislocated my knee and the guy was like laughing at me he's like have you ever dislocated your knee before i said no (laughs) he's like you can't dislocate your knee he's like you can dislocate your patella but you can't dislocate your knee (laughs) i'm like okay well something's wrong with the (laughs) motherfucker." so the next day i go home and my neighbors have to carry me up the stairs and the next day when I get up, my leg is swollen to like three times its size. And I'm still trying to be Wonder Woman and go down the damn stairs and I fall. And after that, I decided, okay, you know what? Maybe I should go to the hospital. (laughs) And so that's when they told me that I had the avulsion fracture. Still, no one has told me about the ACL yet, so I thought I was going to be, like, just wear a brace for a couple weeks and whatever, but it turns out that it was way worse than we thought.
1: And how do you feel now?
0: How do I feel now about the injury, or?
1: In your recovery, how do you feel?
0: Uh, Well, now, you know, I'm, like, three months post-op, so... I'm feeling more I'm feeling better I'm feeling more confident because um, you know at first it was scary before I had the surgery I was afraid to have the surgery and I was considering not having it but I'm glad I got the surgery my knee feels way more stable but now I am gonna be more cautious and I have you know re-evaluated my training and looked at some things that weren't so great that I was doing like I was overtraining a lot so the day before that race I went and I worked out with a friend and we did like this super intense leg day and the day before that I worked out on my own and I had like worked on my legs so it was a lot of overuse I was really being brutal to my body
1: Well, I'm glad you're better. And <laughs> how do you? How has this changed your mentality as an athlete?
0: Um, as an athlete, well, it has took away the ego a lot. <laughs> it's like, wait well, I mean, if you're an athlete and you know, like you, you're doing really good and you feel like you are invincible. And you kind of get reckless sometimes. You know, some people do. Some people don't. Some people are great overall athletes altogether and they, you know, never, you know, sprain an ankle or nothing. But, you know, some of us aren't. Some of us aren't perfect. Some of us are human and we kind of let our heads get the best of us. And then we don't want to say no, like to our friends or to our training partners or coaches. Uh, when we need a break but i've learned like hey when your body says you need that break take that damn break
1: you yell at me all the time for that
0: <laughs> i'm only i'm only saying it because of my experience and hey i don't want to see you go down that road no. Great, <laughs> right
1: well mommy, thank you for sharing your story
0: <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. On to Sosa.
3: <laughs> My uh, first question for you would be, what would you th- say was the hardest mental challenge of this recovery
0: the hardest challenge mentally for me i mean it's all tough because i am a very active person in general Mm -hmm. so like i don't I don't play one sport, but my whole life was active. Like I usually don't even drive. I usually take the train and stuff like that. So mentally, it was just not being able to do those things and actually having to ask for help or admit I needed help was really tough that was really hard. Like I would almost burn myself trying to carry a cup from the, the coffee bean <laughs> <laughs> with my crutches. Because being stubborn, them, right? You know? <laughs> yes, I was so stubborn. <laughs> and, uh, but what was probably the worst is having to be, I mean, not being able to be productive. So I was stuck with my thoughts and you kind of don't realize how alone you are until something devastating happens because when your cup is full everyone is there and you pour into everyone as much as you can but when your cup is not so full those people that you may have helped in the past aren't always able to pour back into you and that's kind of a hard realization to you know come to terms
3: with right like Definitely, it's because you know the people you expect to be there for you are not there. But at least it's a good opportunity to see who is there for you and who to keep around, right? Right. You you do get to see that. You
0: get to you get to see who's really there for you. You get to meet new people, and you get to be there for yourself. Like only you can bring you out of the darkness when you get there. So. It makes you stronger mentally, overall. Well, it's made me stronger mentally, I
3: feel. I yeah, no, I, I really like how you said that, that you have to really count on being there for yourself because it's true and it's, and you're right, I bet, do you feel like a new sort of independency now that you've dealt with this and how to deal with this on your own?
0: Yeah, I definitely do. I feel a whole different type of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I will say that I, I I am still afraid of stuff like I I'm definitely not doing any flips anytime soon but I have a newfound confidence of knowing that I can go through stuff and I will be okay like it's all right I got this <laughs> so
3: that's great that that part <laughs> <laughs> okay and my second question for you would be if there, since now that you're, you know, recovering, you're a new person, is there by any chance maybe a new sport or activity that you're willing to explore or is there just something that you're just dying to get back to? There are both.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, so obstacle course racing took me out. And I, I want to get back to that. <laughs> so you gain my confidence because hey ain't nothing gonna beat me like that ever, ever again. <laughs> so but also, I do want to try a triathlon. That is something <gasps> oh, that I want to train for. Definitely. Like, cause before, you know, COVID shut everything down, I had just got it started. I mean, I just got started back swimming and I used to cycle all the time and running. I love running. So a triathlon would be great. (laughs) That
3: is awesome. That is awesome.
0: Thank you. And then other stuff that I've been seeing, um, I guess always has been there That I've always looked interested in It's like Ninja Warrior <laughs> It's something that's probably Further down the line I want to find a coach in a gym And try that out a little bit May not be going on the show um, But I'm going to like I'm going to try it out That'd
3: be so much fun You know, and and the fact that, you know, you can't, you recovered from a a knee injury and then you're not letting that hold you back and you're still going out there to go do it. That's awesome. Because Ninja, I've seen the show and I'm like, that looks like so much fun but it looks so hard.
0: (laughs) Right. Because at the beginning of this injury, I was on the couch and the first person I saw was, was, um... God damn it. (laughs) I'm so terrible. Jessie Graff uh, from Ninja Warrior. I saw her, like, she had, like, a brace on her leg, and she was doing a rig that was installed in her house. And so using her arms, basically, to get around, to go from her bedroom to the bathroom or something. Some video on social media Mm -hmm. from when she had an ACL injury, basically. Oh, my gosh.
3: (laughs) And I thought that was so cool. So... Yeah, I bet that would have probably I- come in handy when you were trying to get that coffee cup across your house.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that that probably wouldn't even help. That. <laughs> the coffee was just a bad idea. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's, she's one of my biggest inspirations there. I made it my business to make sure I shook her hand this year.
3: When you go uh, on Ninja Warriors, right?
0: No, I went. I went. Like, I, after, you know, after the the break, after I got my cast off, Uh she was at the Fit Expo in Los Angeles. And I wasn't going to go because it was the Fit Expo. It's, like, huge, and there's a lot of walking involved. And I had just got the cast off, and... I just shouldn't have been doing anything really (laughs) that much. But I kept thinking about it. I couldn't sleep the night before. Like, I'm like, I just want to go. I want to see her. Like, I don't know. It was this weird obsession. So I ended up deciding to go. And I went and she was there. And when I first saw her, I didn't see her. I saw her mom first. But I was sitting there watching her mom. And then she was standing right next to me. And I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, oh my gosh. She was super humble. She was so great. She talked to me just in well, it was an awkward day, but ultimately she took the time and she talked to me and told me about her injury, well her two ACL injuries with they at the
3: same time.
0: Uh no, first she had injured it and then she had got it repaired, and then she had re-injured mm. it. And instead of getting surgery, she had got stem cells instead. Oh, interesting. And she was telling me about that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only, that's only an option after
3: you get the first uh, surgery. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you tearing it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so hopefully I never have to go through that.
3: Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's amazing. Okay.
2: So, what advice would you give someone who has just started their journey, for example, because you've been on it for quite a while? Um,
0: why? <laughs> <laughs> I should have had my answer prepared for this. Okay, so, I guess it, the advice I would give to anybody that is just starting on their journey is just not to give up hope and do the work. Basically do the physical therapy at home, not just when you go to the physical therapist, make sure you're doing your part because your recovery is completely up to how much you put into it. You can only get out of things, what you put into it. So you want to give it your all because you deserve it. Your body deserves to be at hundred percent or at least as close, as close to 100% as it can possibly be. And it's not going to get there if you don't do the work and take care of your body. I totally agree.
2: <laughs> okay. And one last question. If you could go back and change what happened, what would you change?
0: Honestly, I would you change anything or would I mean, I don't like being hurt and you know, the surgery sucked, all of that is like kind of negative, but the outcome overall, I cannot imagine not learning these lessons and the people that I've met on this journey have been amazing and this whole ordeal has put my life on a whole new path so it literally changed the trajectory of my life by getting injured it's it sucks it seems like it sucks like you've been like oh my god would you would you would you would you say it's like a
2: like a defining moment of your life even though it sucks like
0: (laughs) definitely it is definitely a defining moment like It's it was yeah. (laughs) I could have totally broke down and gave up, but I didn't. It made me stronger and I've made lifelong friends and I learned a lot along the way because also while dealing with this injury, COVID happened and having to be like stuck in the house and not being able to see a physical therapist really took discipline for me to do the work it literally was up to me there was no half-stepping there was no one else to depend on or no one else to blame I literally had to do the work myself so and I had to get the help <laughs> I had to ask for help unfortunately I hate asking
2: for help but <laughs> I, I completely get it because we're we don't like to be vulnerable and we don't like to like I don't know like make ourselves weak by asking for help but I think I don't know this journey does put you like forces you to ask for help
0: yeah it was a very humbling experience Uh, but yeah I can't imagine not having it so unfortunately I'll take it
2: (laughs) (laughs) but you're a lot stronger and you would have never been this strong if you didn't go through what you been going through and like went through
0: all exactly this yeah yeah you cannot have a testimony without a test exactly <laughs> exactly and yeah look now I met all of you guys and we have our family and I think we all have been very productive during our knee recovery
2: <laughs> yeah I think we've all been working so hard because I know like a lot of people preached or are like oh like if you want something like you should work for it but then at the same time like how like what I personally found out is like but how much are you willing to struggle for it because when we don't have like a working leg it's a real struggle to start off with and it's just how much are we going to push ourselves it's like literally blood sweat and tears just to
0: get to where we are today right yes it's something so many people take for granted yeah and we we complain or whatever we have our moments but we're actually you know still healing and we're still we still have both our limbs and then there's people that don't have that so Mm -hmm. like gotta be grateful and you know you just have to be grateful for what you have and not take it for granted so i totally agree okay no anytime because oh, i'm just gonna okay. cut the rest of it miss lonnie
1: how are you doing <laughs> i'm good doing
0: steven gray. how are all you
1: life in the the hot summer south
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> amazing definitely appreciate all that you
1: do and definitely Enjoy my time in last podcast. Yes, ma'am. Thank you now. One question I do have for you. um, what's your reason for starting up this podcast?
0: That is a really good question that I think is actually important to share. Um ultimately I I've always gained inspiration from watching other people overcome, you know, adversity and going through their own struggles and stuff or seeing people that have had more, um, I guess, more complicated lives doing amazing things. So I feel like there's really no excuse, but I always see like celebrity stories getting told and people always highlighting these people like in their rags to riches stories and i gain my inspiration more from real people people that i can actually relate to so those people inspired me like the people that don't have the fame and don't have you know millions of dollars or (laughs) stuff like that and then i Um, after I injured myself, I actually got a lot of help from adaptive athletes more than health professionals in how to adapt my workouts. And that (laughs) that was amazing to me. And so I really wanted to give back. Injured athletes and adaptive athletes, they all Evolve. They all take what comes, and they don't let it get them down, and they overcome and conquer every obstacle thrown in their path. And I really
3: Uh, appreciate love
0: sharing those stories.
1: Adapt and overcome. Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
0: Yeah, you're one of the ones that uh, I think you referred me to a couple adaptive pages at the beginning (laughs) when I was over there trying to do one like burpees. Not at all.
1: Uh, that's that's why we're here. We're here to you know help support each other, uplift each other. You know, if one person goes down, we're gonna pick you up.
2: Right.
1: Uh, I appreciate. that. So, where do you see your podcast going within, like, say, like the next year or five years?
0: You know what? I I really don't know exactly but I mean I definitely want it to grow and now that you know the world is kind of opening back up I want to add visual I want to actually um, move it to YouTube as well and do a little bit of video I want to interview athletes in person like at different events and stuff like that I actually want to start um, like a nonprofit for 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 kids um i noticed like there's you know a big gap in with adaptive athletes where you know some can you know afford certain surgeries and certain you know um things to help them with mobility and some can't and I think sometimes the only difference between a disabled person and an adaptive athlete is just having access to these things. So I want to make it to where children that come from, you know, less fortunate backgrounds can get these same tools so they can be, you know, successful as well.
1: Definitely have a definitely. great heart and great mindset. and You're going definitely going in the right place with everything. Um, I did, did a podcast uh, last week um, that was featured on YouTube. I'm a good buddy of mine, Scott Davidson. I'm definitely gonna send you his info. Um, but he's doing uh-huh. he's doing what you're 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 striving for. It. And you know you you're going you're planning on going to that next step. Um, he's definitely gonna be a great help. Um, he's out in Vegas. He's out in Vegas, but no, he's always well, thank around you. Cali and stuff like that. So you guys probably will end up eventually linking up and being up, um, especially with doing this type of work and stuff. Dang. yeah. So anyway I can oh, bring people dope. together and help each other cool. rise up. No, that's 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 why I like doing the things that I do.
0: I appreciate it so much. Thank
1: you. Uh, let's see. Any more questions? Uh 'Cause you rockin', you know, the world needs to <laughs> needs to hear Lonnie's stories as well as, you know, Lonnie talks to everybody else.
0: Well I kind of wanted it to be more like that Like I have a story, I have a really long story yeah. And it, it's going to be told fully one day It might be in a book Or it might be like a long video or something But I really wanted this podcast To highlight other people And that's why I didn't what? start it with my story yeah. I didn't want well, it to what, be about
2: me
1: a cool thing you could I do I wanted it to like, be huh? do Like a yearly s Lonnie type of deal Where like every year you'll like Share more of your story But not do like a big
0: Big you no know, full episode on just Lonnie. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: so good. That that's just a great idea. I she's gonna talk to all these people and this and that. All right. So what about Lonnie? <laughs> that'll, that'll be a good way to you know. <laughs> right. Get your story out there and they'll, and that will end up making season two even bigger. <laughs>
0: Right. Yes, we're we're gonna work on that. That's that's a good idea. I gotta get back to the yes, drawing ma'am. board and add that. We are going to do it all. <laughs> all right. Yes, ma'am well thank you very much. Oh, I don't no. want to take any more of your time. You're okay. Your I'm just pretty- getting things
1: set up for my <laughs> next torture sesh. <laughs>
0: Alright, so as always, it was a pleasure creating this episode. I really wanted to tell my story and I struggled with who would interview me for this story. So, I was very happy that my friends came through and helped me with this. And the cherry on top of it was my daughter. I love them all so much. So, <laughs> like always, I wanted to talk a little bit more about something I kind of breezed by in the beginning. And um that is bipolar disorder. Um not all disabilities are physical impairments. Some are mental. And at a younger age i really did struggle with bipolar disorder i had severe mood swings um bipolar disorder is a a mood disorder so it has extreme highs and extreme lows so when i'm happy i'm very happy <laughs> when i'm mad i'm very mad and when i get sad it's really low it's depression it's a really low depression and suicide ideation comes into play and it's not just a one-time thing it's like a regular occurrence so it's really hard to cope with it's well it was one of those things where I would scare myself when I was younger so and I didn't really know how to battle it and pills didn't work um they just kind of numbed me so finding exercise was a relief for me and it helped stabilize my mood to where I could interact in everyday life so exercising kind of saves my life you know um there's a few fun facts about bipolar disorder that I want to talk about because A lot of adults live with bipolar disorder. Um, About 4.4% of U.S. adults will experience bipolar disorder symptoms in their lifetime. Bipolar disorder is a lifelong illness. It doesn't just go away, but you can treat it and you can learn ways to manage it. And some people don't even notice it. So, I mean, it's not where it affects everyone severely over 80 percent of adults with bipolar disorder have serious impairments in areas of their day-to-day life where it affects them at work or school or their relationships so when you hear people talk about their crazy ex (laughs) it could be that um so it's really important that when people have the symptoms that they do seek treatment because even though it's not a cookie cutter type of treatment like what works for one person doesn't always work for everybody there are different treatments to help so if you are feeling like your moods are unstable and you know it just doesn't seem right you're extremely moody I would suggest you know talking to a therapist and seeing a psychologist and getting checked out I mean it doesn't hurt and don't just try one treatment. Like if they try to give you pills or something and that doesn't work for you, try something else. If you are trying therapy and that's not working for you, try something else. Don't be afraid to think outside the box because if I would have stuck with just therapy or stayed on those pills, I don't know where I would be. I would have been really unhappy. And I'm very happy that I found running and exercising and then that was able to help me because without exercising and running, I, it makes it hard for me to sleep at night too. I don't know why, but if I work out first thing in the morning, though it's first thing in the morning, I still sleep way better at night than not working out at all. Like if I don't work out at all, I it's hard for me to go to sleep. Or I wake up in the middle of the night, um, and it also like helps me with my appetite. <laughs> so, and because I like to eat kind of bad sometimes, I call myself a hamburger connoisseur. So working out helps in that area too. <laughs> so I hope that you guys love this episode as much as I loved recording it and let's not forget to like and subscribe follow (laughs) if you have any questions leave them in the comments or hit me up on instagram at unrelenting underscore humans and stay tuned cuz I have created a YouTube and I plan on adding content very soon and I appreciate all of you for listening especially the ones that have listened this far you are the MVPs I love you I appreciate you and one last thing if you can don't forget to go ahead and leave me a review um and rate me on apple podcast um and yeah. (laughs) Thank you. And until next time, have a good one, y'all.